Little honey bees flying around. Little green peas from the ground. Buttermilk biscuits, nice and brown. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Butter beans, peas, beets, and chard. Chickens running in the yard. Catfish frying in that lard. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Cast on skillets, good and hot. Watch it steam and crack and pop. Cornbread bacon in that stove. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Pick them maters, good and ripe. Drop him black gang candy stripes. Look at him loading down those vines. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table, a show dedicated to the people of our region who produce our food, grow our food, and prepare our food. This is your hostess, Amy Campbell. You just heard a song sung by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. She's gotten really popular, even sung on the Grand Old Opry, so we're really proud of that young woman, and uh, she is from Madisonville, Tennessee. Well, today we're going down to downtown Knoxville, Tennessee, and we're visiting with Joey, Pete, and Rita Natur. They own and run Pete's Coffee Shop, and it has been a staple of Knoxville for the last 30 years, serving up serving quality, classic diner foods at a reasonable price by really friendly people. And we also get to hear about a really neat event happening tomorrow here at Knox County called Pickle Fest. I'll bring you the details about that a little bit later. But first, we're going to visit with Pete and Joey Natur from Pete's Coffee Shop in downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. We're going to start off this interview by me asking Pete how he came to this country and how he got into the business of making food for people. This place is really important to other people in our community. Well, I mean, it's well established. It is. It's kind of well established. 31 years. 31 years. Yes. How did you get into this business, this okay. line of work, Pete? Good question. Okay. Okay. Um, we were living in Arlington, Virginia. And uh, our dad was working in D.C. while we were in the suburbs. So we hardly ever got to see him. Um, so a cousin of his suggested, you know, why don't you come down to Knoxville? So we came down to Knoxville. He bought this restaurant called the Copper Kettle. I don't know if you have Yeah, I remember on it. On Oak Ridge Highway. Yeah. Okay, him and his brothers. Um, just to know, what was your dad's name that ran the Copper Kettle? Sammy. Okay. Sammy Natur. Yeah. That's with an I. Oh. <laughs> and I started working there when I was 13 years old, working the register, bussing tables, uh, just helping out wherever it's necessary, working uh, the drive-in. Mm-hmm. The drive-in, mm-hmm. when you pick up the phone the old-fashioned way, like Sonic, and then call in the order. I worked there. The, the bus would drop me off at West Haven. I would walk about 100 yards to the restaurant, work till, till my dad took me home that night. And we did it over and over again, and worked there during the summer, 
worked there till basically 1980, and my senior year in, in college at UT. I told him, Dad, I, I, I need I need to study. I need to pick up my grades a little bit. So he gave me some time off, and uh, I, I studied political science so I can get out of the restaurant business. But it just keeps pulling me back. So that's how I started. I basically I didn't have any real training like in culinary school or anything like that. I got my training basically from working around my dad, uh, just watching what everybody does, like a sponge, just soaking in information, you know? Yeah. Uh, my, my uncle would take me uh, to the bank when I was 13, 14 years old to make deposits. He just let me go in there by myself, and he said, you know, and, and that's how I learned. It's a good way to learn. It is. It's a really good way to learn. You go in there, and basically they throw you in the swimming pool, and you sink or swim. Yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, and I tell you, as growing up, and I would look at my sons, and they started working with me when, when they were young, just to kind of let them know what work, hard work is all about, you know, the value of money and how hard their mom and dad works. Yeah. All I've known my whole life is hard work, and when you work hard, you get rewarded. So after, after I graduated from UT, uh, I did some odd jobs here and there, and then, uh, I said, you know, at the time I applied to law school uh, at UT. Uh, they didn't accept me uh, because I was not a U.S. citizen at the time. And so they, they said they wanted U.S. citizens first. That's the explanation they gave me at the time. And uh, I became a citizen in 1986. So I said, well, I said, you know, let's, let's, Let's go back to doing what I do best yeah. and open up a restaurant. I had, uh, I had a five-month-old baby. I was out of work because my dad sold the restaurant. The copper kettle? The copper kettle, they sold it, and they wanted to kind of take it easy. They've been working for a long time. Mm -hmm. But later on, they bought Helmas. I did that. Strawberry, uh, strawberry plains. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yes. They, they bought helmets, him and his brothers, and they worked there for about 14, 15 years, but they're all retired now. So, I said, well, what am I going to do? I applied to different places. I even went to Nashville and Lebanon. I applied to Calhoun's, and they all told me I was overqualified. And I go, <laughs> I, I go, well, isn't that a good thing, you know? And so I said, you know... I've only worked at two other places while I was going to school. I worked at UPS, I worked at Wendy's for a short period of time. You know, just to see what the what it's like on the other side of the fence, you know. And uh, and I said, you know, I, I'm just working, I'm working my butt off, uh, basically uh, making these people money. And uh, I said, no, I said, this is not the way to do it. I'm gonna own my own business. I can dictate the hours, dictate how hard or easy I wanted to work. Uh, and so I, I bought uh, a place on Union Avenue, used to be called Lyons. Yeah. I bought it from Mike Lyon in 1986, on the day of Rita's birthday, actually. Your wife? My wife's birthday. Oh. And, uh, and the rest is history, they say. You know, we, we went through some roller coaster rides uh, up and down, 1986 to 1990, 95, something like that. Yeah. You know, it was it was kind of uh, a down years for downtown. Downtown, it's not what it is now. Mm -hmm. 
and I'm glad I stuck it out. I'm glad you did. Those yeah. were tough years. Those were those were tough years, and especially when they got rid of a lot of workers from TVA. Yeah. I uh, mm-hmm. I, I never and I, I never laid off any workers. I never sent anybody home. Uh, I told them, listen, this is the best time right now is to give good customer service. Is when you're slow. And, and our business basically went cut, was cut into half. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for my rent, mm-hmm. my you know low rent, I don't think I would have made it. Okay. Uh, I worked, my wife worked, my sons worked, and my father helped out, my mom helped out. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, just to keep afloat, and we made it. And you know, business started slowly picking up and picking up, and it got to the point where, my goodness, this is awesome. You know, I'm glad we stayed. Yeah. And, and I think people realize, you know, you you stick it out and you work hard, and uh, and you'll re, you know you'll be rewarded. So, yeah, I do too. I do too. I mean, you you have to earn your keep. Mm-hmm. Nothing comes easy in this world, you know. Yeah. And that's what I tell my my three boys. Goodness. So tell me, you said you weren't a U.S. citizen until '86. Yes. Where'd you come from? We came from a town called Ramallah, Palestine. It's in the West Bank. Oh. It's, it's an occupation of Israel right now. So l- let me go back a little bit further. In, in 1967, a war broke out Yes. called the Six-Day War oh. between Israel and its Arab na- neighbors. Uh, my grandfather was here at the time working. Yeah. Uh, it was hard to find jobs back then. So my, my grandfather was here working. and. So, my grandmother said, you need to go to your grandfather in the States until this thing cools down, mm-hmm. and then you can come back. So, me and my brothers, my mom, and my dad, and my sister, all traveled here to New York first, and then moved to Washington, D.C., where we have some cousins that had a house, mm-hmm. and we stayed with them for a while until my dad built us a house in the suburbs which is Arlington, Virginia. So this is how we came to the States. Mm -hmm. It's probably one of the better moves we've made. Because eventually, when when all the boys had to go to college, we probably had to go either to the States or South South America or one of the other countries. Mm -hmm. And I don't think my mom and dad would stay without their kids with them. So it's probably one of the better moves that we made. I bet. Yeah. I'm glad you did. We 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 did, and and I tell you, Ramallah, uh, my hometown, where I was born, it, it's one of the beautiful places in the West Bank. It and is beautiful. It, it is gorgeous. It is. They, they, Joey visited with, oh, with his older son, Cameron and Rita. Older brother. Little, I don't older, have older, older brother. Sorry. I don't have any sons. <laughs> Your older brother. That I know of. I don't have any. I hope not. <laughs> oh, listen to that. He's not that way, y'all. He's just talking. <laughs> um, so um, Cameron and, and his mother went last year. Oh, they spent a, they spent uh, a month there because she has a, my wife Rita has a sister. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I think she's planning to go back again uh, in the summer because uh, her niece is getting married. So. Oh, fun. So yeah, she they had a great time. Cameron had a great time, and, and they also visited Turkey for a week and, oh, yeah. and, and went around in that area. But um, but yeah, we we moved to Virginia. And then, uh, like I said, the, my dad knew some people in Knoxville, the Harps family, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And they said, you know, come down here. We came down here and they bought the copper kettle and, and that's where we started. Well, this piece is, I think it's the heartbeat of Knoxville. I mean, everybody comes in here, you make such good food, 
and it's not this fashionable kind of stuff. It's just good, solid food. Everybody comes in here. Every time I come in, there's all these journalists and, <laughs> and uh, you know, guys from TVA. Or, or there's just a neat hodgepodge of people. So I'm glad you stuck it out and made this. I think so too. When we, when we go out to eat, we like to go out to mom and pop places yeah. because we know it's good food, reasonably be priced. Yeah. And you know the service is going to be nice and, and courteous. Um, mm-hmm. So what uh, what what I did, I don't like change. You know, I had a family to support. You know, uh, like I said, I had Sammy, his mm-hmm. older brother, mm-hmm. five five months old. Mm-hmm. I had to have a job. I had to be you know working. Uh, you know, my dad uh, was helping out and. Her mom was helping out, and I felt, you know, I felt, you know, hey, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. okay, thank you, but, you know, enough is enough. You feel like a loss of a man when you're not oh, working yeah. and you have a family. So I found this place, and it was like a hole in the wall. My dad did not approve of it at all. He said, gosh, how are you going to make money in the restaurant business working five days a week, breakfast downtown, and lunch? Well, downtown was dead back downtown. then. <laughs> Yeah. And, and I said, Dad, I said, uh, you know, you've been in a restaurant business most of your life, and we hardly ever saw you. Uh, you know, you're always working. Yeah. And, and, and I respect that. He was, you know, he was uh, taking care of his family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's an immigrant. He's a hardworking person, yeah. you know. And I, I admire him and respect him so much. But we hardly ever saw him because, he, you know, he was doing what he thought was best for his family. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. And so I said, Dad, I said, believe me, I'll make this thing work. You know, I want to see my boys go to ball practice and such and games. Yeah. I like to be there for them. And, uh, mm-hmm. and later on, he finally admitted, you know, he said, you know, I was wrong. I bet you it was know. way later on, right? It was about 10 years later. <laughs> <laughs> he hardly ever admits that he was wrong. Oh, I, I just kind of knew that without even knowing that, right? Yes, he, he, he's a uh, very... Um, very stern man, very uh, disciplinarian, uh, uh-huh. uh, very uh, hardworking. You know the Protestant ethic and all. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and do, do do I regret a lot of times that we didn't spend much time with him? Sure, I do. You know, um, but I, I I forgive him for that because I knew what he was doing. Is he's working hard to make things um, good for his family. Yeah, you know, that's right. Uh, you know, a better life. In the states, and and he knows one. You know, he always told me. He said, "Dad, he said, son, you could always have as much money in this country as you want, but one day it can all be gone in a flash." Yeah. So that's why you work hard, you save, and you take care of your family. You know. So, and he's right. He's right. If you've just joined us, you're listening to an interview with Pete Natur and Joey Natur from Pete's Coffee House in downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. After the short break, we'll return to the show. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes to you in part from Magpie's Bakery with two convenient locations. Downtown North Knoxville, just one block north of Broadway on North Central Street, and Magpie's West, now open on Bearden Hill, right inside the Village Exchange. That's just one block east of Calhoun's. A convenient pickup location for special orders and a variety of fresh baked goods daily in Pie Day on Friday. Orders can be taken in person or on the phone at both locations. Operating hours are Monday through Friday, 12 until 5, Saturday 12 until 4, and closed on Sundays. Magpie's Bakery can accommodate most budgets and styles from a simple rustic barn dance with pies, cookies, and cupcakes 
to a country club affair with a custom creation. Magpiescakes.com. All butter, all the time. And let's return to our show with Pete and Joey Natur from Pete's Coffee House. We're going to hear now about Rita Natur's fabulous cooking and some of her specialty dishes. Well, now we're, we don't have Rita here, your wife no. and Joey's mom, because she's home early, not feeling so good today. And, yeah. and also, doesn't she leave a little early to um, cook for that spoiled brother of yours, <laughs> Joey, right? Uh, I, can't, I can't talk. She did cook for me almost every day, so yeah. I, I, I can't call him spoiled. You're saying that she does a lot of Middle Eastern dishes because you can't eat sandwiches all the time. Right. So what are some of your favorite meals that your mom cooks for you? So we have this one dish, it's slowly become my favorite, it's called McLube. It's rice, onions, fried cauliflower, and lamb. McLube in English means turnover. Oh. So you turn the pot over. It's, um. She cooks it in a big old pot, oh. and then she, and she gets a real, one of those big old round plates and you turn it over. That's why it's called McLube. So that's one of my favorites, also grape leaves. Stuffed grape leaves. Stuffed grape leaves. And, and, and my cabbage. And my grandfather is makes a, a, a dessert that's slowly becoming a fad, and that's knefe. What's that like? It's it's cheese with uh, the confetti dough. Yeah, it's really thinly shredded dough um, with simple sugar poured it's, on top. It's uh, goat cheese. Hot. Oh my goodness, that sounds so. And some people put uh, roasted cashews on top too. Oh my goodness, that sounds so good. So, what's the name of that again that your granddad's been making? Canafe, canafe. It's like, it's like when you go to Italy and you want to eat dessert, you eat gelato tiramisu. So, in the Palestinian, uh, Palestinian heritage, when you go to their house, they fix canafe. Yeah. You've heard of baklava. Oh and yeah, We yeah. do that too. There's nothing like home cooking, especially if you left. It, you know, and don't you miss the tastes of home? We do, but Rita recreates it all the time. I mean, Sunday is our family dinner because all the boys come home. Mm-hmm. And they don't, they like to spend time with their little brother because their little brother looks up to them as well. Yeah. And so when, they, when, when they're all together, he's happy, we're all happy, mom's happy. So she cooks a big meal, cooks a big meal. And uh, make sure we show up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good way to get you <laughs> there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and so, um, and so sometimes we tend to say, "Hey, mom, you know, don't cook. Let's just take you out. Let's go out to eat. You know, come meet me out here for brunch. Give you a little break. So we come here and we eat, meet nice. Joey, yeah. Chesapeake, and places yeah. like that. But in most instances, she says, "Well, I want to cook." So when you have that Sunday dinner and Rita cooks, what does that table look like? What's on that table? Excessive. <laughs> Always tons of leftovers. It's just, it's it's too much half the time. Yeah, she she would cook like uh, she would do a big old plate like that, and then she will do salad, and then she will do grape stuffed grape leaves, and then she will do. And I go, you know, we said, Mom, you know. That's too much. But see, by the end of the day, it's all gone. <laughs> Maybe a little bit left over. So she sends she sends some with Joey. She sends some with Sammy. And uh, and Cameron goes, well, make sure there's leftovers for me for tomorrow. You know. <laughs> so yeah, everything she does really isn't excessive. She does a lot. She cooks a lot. Um, when she has company over, she really. I mean, this is this is this is our culture. We show we show a lot of hospitality. 
the Middle Eastern culture, we, we, we show, you know, if you don't eat, we're insulted. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> you absolutely. Know? I mean, please eat. You know, yes. we want you to eat. Eat some more. Don't just eat one of the helping. You know, eat some more. There's yes. plenty of food. Yeah. You know, we, we want, we, we love people when they eat our food. Mm -hmm. uh, we love when they say, hey, I like this. I love this. I want some more. Oh, that makes, you know, makes Rita happy when they say, hey, give me some more. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. so Rita has been, um, has been, uh, gosh, she, uh, my, my rock, uh, basically. She always wanted to open a flower shop. Flower shop? Yeah. And uh, she's, when, when the kids are grown, and then 10 years later, camera comes along. <laughs> so that, that put a dash to that. She said, well, uh, I'll just go ahead and sit, just keep helping you with the restaurant. And, you know, she's, uh, you know, she's, uh, she's, she's, a, she's a great wife, a great mother. Um, I couldn't ask better than, you know, what do we have, 30, 32 years now. And we work together. You know, people ask, well, how do you work together and then you're home together? She said, well, you just out of each other's way, basically. <laughs> <laughs> she is just such a lovely lady, and if you're here at Peach, she's usually running the register or just doing whatever needs doing. Mm -hmm. And um, she just has a lovely way about her. And, well, um, thank you. Yeah, she sure does. I, I yeah. think She has a lot of practice with patience. She does. <laughs> she does. I don't know where that came from. Yeah, right? when she's at the register, there's a peace of mind over us that yeah. we don't have to worry about front of the house. It's going to be handled. That way, we can focus on getting the food out, making sure it's great for the customers. That's right. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Uh, she does know a lot of people's names. She knows the family. She knows their children, mm -hmm. and I think that makes a big difference. You know, uh, you, you know, you can have you can have a cashier on the register. Uh, she's probably not going to care as much as if the owner is there with the porter. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Hi, you're welcome. It's true. Glad to say a word about Rita because uh, she's such a part of this place. Oh, absolutely. Gosh, yeah. there, there, there's been some times, Amy, where, you know, when the boys were too little to work, uh, I depended on her so much. If you've just joined us, you are listening to an interview with Pete and Joey Natur from Pete's Coffee Shop in downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. After this short break and a word about a really interesting local food fest, we'll return to our interview. We're going to hear about the hours and the sort of foods that they serve at Pete's Coffee Shop. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes to you in part by Kenner Tree Care. Family owned and operated out of Louisville, Tennessee. Kenner Tree Care is proud to support this type of local community broadcasting. A certified arborist insured for your protection, offering removal of dead or problem trees, tree pruning, storm emergencies, tree care, soil conditioning, and tree and stump removal. Contact Kenner Tree Care by phone at 865 686-8344 or by Facebook. Kenner Tree Care. Tree Care, Nature's Play. And here's a really wonderful food-focused event happening tomorrow right here in Knox County. The third annual French Broad Pickle Fest is Sunday, September 25th from noon until 5 o'clock at Riverdale Schoolhouse. This free event celebrates the preservation of local food and features pickling and poetry contests, crafts, kid games, and more. Music performances from Wild Blue Yonder and Eli Fox. 
More information at frenchbroadpress.org. And let's return to our interview with Pete and Joey Natour. What are your hours? 6.30 to 2.30, Monday through Friday, and then from 7 to 2 on Saturdays. Okay. And, um... We serve breakfast all day on Saturdays. Ah, yeah. wonderful. It's a yeah. crowd pleaser. Yeah. <laughs> Very crowd We have a typical huge diner menu. Yeah. Um, Polly's with the Pete's. The Pete's special Pete's. is probably, a, yeah, a famous one. And then, of mm-hmm. course, we have the omelets. And it's like, you know, when you go to a barbecue place, well, they have, you know, what's your specialty? World barbecue. <laughs> well, here we have such a, a variety of Pancakes, eggs, omelets, French toast, so waffles. Yeah. yeah. So every, everything sells pretty much. But blueberry pancakes, huge hit. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, the Pete's breakfast is two eggs, hash browns, bacon, sausage with a biscuit gravy or toast for a reasonable price. Do you quit serving breakfast during the week at a certain time? or 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock. 11.05, 11.10. Yeah, always get the stragglers coming in. And <laughs> Don't you have a daily special through the week? You know? mm-hmm. We have several, yeah. Yeah. I'd say we sold out mostly everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, on Saturdays we have the two eggs, bacon or sausage, and two blueberry or pecan pancakes. Those sell really well. I bet. I mean, that, that's probably one of the favorites mm-hmm. on Saturday, for yeah. breakfast. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then of course the pizza sells really well with you know the two eggs, bacon or sausage, and home fries. Mm-hmm. And those potatoes we cook ourselves here. Mm-hmm. We season them ourselves as well. Yeah. So, biscuits and gravy. We, I, get, I get that question more I times do too, than I would like. Which, what's your favorite lunch? What, what do you sell most of? And I go, well, well, on Tuesday we sold out of the meatloaf, the yeah, salmon Wednesday patties. we sold out chicken dumplings, and Thursday and we got chicken fried chicken, and yeah. Friday we have fried chicken breast. And yeah. Because we have like four meats every day. And plus we have 20 sandwiches on the menu too. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a big a menu. To a lot to prepare, sure. A lot of uh, our clients, Amy, has changed in the years since I started. Before, I had a lot of, how should I say it, baby boomers or maybe older customers, TVAs, uh, secretaries, not, not so much tourists back then, you know? Mm-hmm. Now we're having, we're having a lot of tourists. We get a lot, a lot of UT students. We still have TVA, but not, not so much like it was before when they families had... Families, too. We have a lot of families. Mm-hmm. So, and these millennials, they call them, or Generation X, or... What do you got us? What else uh, do you call them? Generation, Generation Z. Y, Z. Yeah, I'm. A, yeah, Z. And, and millennials too. Yeah, they tend to go for sandwiches mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of the chicken and dumplings and the fried chicken and this and that. So, I mean, we, we'd see people come in and he'll say, "Those guys are going to order that, that, that." Yeah. And most ninety percent of the time, he's right. I know. If I see if I see a college student comes in and looks like a typical guy. I, I, I got narrowed down to three items, and that's what he's going to get. What are those three items? A Joey burger, a Sammy sub, or a chicken Philly wrap. And I promise you, <laughs> that's what they'll get. And, and it's it's weird. I don't know if it's because it's a set the way on the menu, but that's what these kids are ordering. Yeah, I, I can, I can, I, I'm about to, I can think like them. I know what, what I, if I came to this place, what would appeal to me. Yeah. And it, yeah. That's exactly sure. right. Sure enough. <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, and of course, when when baby boomers come in, you know, fifties and sixties, what do they order? Chicken and dumplings. Oh yeah. Green beans. That's me. Uh, you know, meatloaf. <laughs> and Roast beef potatoes. All yeah. That. yeah. And as long as we continue to serve that and, and sell out of it, uh, you know, we'll continue to do that. But I can sense 
you know, we're selling a little bit less of chicken livers. We used to run out of chicken livers. Yeah, yeah. Chicken liver, we used to sell out of 10 pounds within an hour or so. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, we have a hard time selling five pounds of it. So we're thinking of taking that off the menu. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. And and uh, either adding something else or just leave it like it is. And plus the the health craze, people are more aware of mm -hmm. what they're putting in their bodies. Like back, I, I well, ten years we didn't have spinach for Greek omelets, spinach omelets. Mm -hmm. We we use organic spinach, organic mushrooms for omelets. Um, you know, chocolate chip pancakes. You didn't have that in the original menu. Nor the cheese. You and your brothers basically gave me some a lot of ideas. I mean, mm -hmm. the Joey Burger, you know, he gave it to me. You know, and Sammy, my my other son, he said, Dad, Asheville, we, they go through tons of pecan pancakes. So I started pecan pancakes. Uh, there you go. And he's you know telling me, Hey, why don't you try this uh, caramelized uh, this and that? And you know he'd say that you know he'd come in here and he'd fix himself a huge hamburger like this. Back back when I was eighteen, I can't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah back when he was going to school at UT, and I took like I told his brothers, I said, when you go to UT, make sure you leave a couple of hours in between lunch so you can come here and help me. And <laughs> and they did. Yeah, and and you know my, my wife would tell me on Saturday she would go, you know this place was so busy, and me and Joey working and Cameron working there doing the pancakes and. Cameron's the best pancake maker in Knoxville. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they'll go, what, is there a Pete? So yeah, yeah, he's still there working. He's making your breakfast. And those are his boys? Yeah, they're my boys too. Oh, you guys are a family? Oh, that's so sweet. That is the best thing. And, and I'm going, I guess not many families work together for some reason. I don't, I don't want my older son or Cameron to be in this business. I just want one of them, you know, because it's really a tough, tough business because I know from my own father and I know from mine I, I, I don't think I've worked as hard as my dad did and I don't want Joey yeah, to, work, not. to no, work as hard as I don't work I don't want him to work as hard as I work you know I want to we want things to be a little bit easier but I do want them to know where the value of money comes from and they, and they all know that yeah they yeah. all know that that's awesome they did that's really they good. did uh, him and his brother they did they said we well, you know we're here to help you dad and they would eat they would fix themselves a sandwich, and I go, hmm, I put that on the menu, call it a Joey, you know. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, it's, that's know. exactly right. And that's the way we serve our food here. We serve our food the way we want to eat it. Yeah. And like I told you before, we like to eat, especially mm -hmm. when Rita cooks at home. And so we put generous portions. Yeah. People eat it through their eyes. They go, my God, how much is this? You know, $6 for all this? And then when they taste it, oh, my God, this is delicious. Mm -hmm. And that's how they remember us. We don't advertise much. This is most of our advertising. Doing Word of right. mouth. Word yeah. of mouth. Well, you know, Amy, it's like everything else. You treat people right with courtesy and respect. You know, they're going to come back. That's true. They're going to come back. You show them, you know, some some love and tender, loving care and, and know their names. They're going to come back. It's true. They're going to come back. I was telling my husband when I was in here last week, I said, I can't believe Pete would remember my name. I, I, t I tell you what, um, when Joey decided that, that he wanted to take over this place, I couldn't be more happier because I, because I was going to really, I was going to really seriously think about selling it so Rita and I can have some time off and, mm -hmm. and kind of reap the rewards and t we like to travel. Yes. And so mm -hmm. I said, great, it'll give me something to do as well. Yeah. You know, and when he started living downtown, you know, he knows just about everybody. He knows all the restaurant workers, the managers, the owners. And he, he talks with them, and they discuss business. They discuss what's trending, 
What's you know? And he comes and tells me, and uh, and it just baffles me. And so it, it's great. And he brings in a lot of business because he meets a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. It's it's really been a benefit. And I and I've always I told them I said. If you've just joined us, you're listening to an interview with Pete and Joey Natour from Pete's Coffee Shop. And for the final segment of the show today, I've asked them what are some of the famous faces that have showed up at Pete's Coffee House. You can always find information about all my guests at TennesseeFarmTable.com. I've got some pictures about Rita's food and pictures of Joey, Pete, Cameron, and the whole family. Look for the tab that says Listen to the Show. Cool. We document that, that. We document everything on that wall. Wow, that's a that's the wall of fame. If you make, you make it on that wall, you've made it. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about like movie stars or musicians? Do you have oh, that? Oh, oh, real? Oh, All wow. right, so wow. here are some of my favorites. So Henry Winkler, the Fonz, came in. We met him. There's a picture of us. That was awesome. Yes, yeah. Um, but I think of all the, you know, Train came in. We're, I'm a big fan of Train. I, I think uh, the only time Richard Corn, the guy for. Uh, Home improvement. Home improvement. But, but of all the athletes, of all the famous people we, we've met here, I've only been starstruck one time. Uh, <laughs> only once. And that was with Jack Bauer, Keeper Sutherland. He was in town. He came here and got a bacon cheeseburger, fries, and a side salad. So I got to meet him. And that picture's up there. And it was it was awesome. That's really neat. Yeah, it was great. Well, I see, do I see Peyton up there? Has he ever? Peyton Manning has never been here. Shane. He's never him. been here. We had we had the Schulers, both Benji and Heath come in here. We had a, a, tons of football players. Al Wilson gave me a sweat. I still have a sweatshirt. Oh. It, it's, all a, it's a Denver Bronco, University of Tennessee sweatshirt, That's all in one. It's the coolest thing I own, I think. Well, um, well, let's just throw down a Peyton challenge. He just needs to come in here. That's <laughs> he just does, how that is. <laughs> all the football basketball coaches comes here and he Philip Fulmer has been here several times. Even uh, Bush Jones did uh, yeah. an ESPN interview right oh, over there. Yeah, the picture's up there, too. Like it's all just progressively documented. That's so yeah. cool. I'm feeling good about the, our team this year, too. We want to say thank you so much for your great company here today on the Tennessee Farm Table. We hope that you can join us again right back here at 9 o'clock at WDVX.com or online at TennesseeFarmTable.com. Our theme song was written by myself, Amy Campbell, and beautifully performed by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. More information about Emmy Sunshine at TheEmmySunshine.com. That's spelled T-H-E-E-M-I Sunshine.com. We want to say thank you to WDVX for bringing to you pure community broadcasting, just like this show. They are our media partner, and we couldn't do this without them. More information at WDVX.com. We'd love to invite you to connect with us on Twitter and Facebook at TennesseeFarmTable.com and check out our podcast. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.